This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and it is time to go deep into the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Mark Immelman is here. Mark, good to see you. Hello, boys. Nice to be with you. Uh, looking forward to this week, I've got to be honest. Uh, I love Detroit. Um, this is a great event. And uh, right near the end of the season now, so it's all it's all very exciting for me. We are sprinting to the finish line. The coach is here. Coach, good afternoon for you. Still morning for me. Uh, I know I'm, I'm here for three weeks. I'm pumped too. This is a sneaky solid field this week. I'm calling two straight weeks on PGA tour live. And then I'll call the Utah championship on the corn Ferry tour, which the 25, the race for 25 is very, very exciting over there. So this is the best time of the year for golf. And as I always say, this emotion, this real emotion, you can't <laughs> going it. there. He's you going there. I am every single He's time. There already. Uh, we're headed to Detroit and Mark, this is another one. So this kind of goes hand in hand with the three M open from last week, right? The, both of these events were added to the schedule at the same time. So we are entering now year number four of the rocket mortgage classic being held at Detroit golf club. There is a big initiative uh, to not only play great golf, but to get internet access into the hands of a lot of the underserved that we have in Detroit. And you'll see a lot of guys do um, a lot of uh, fundraising, a lot of going out and doing some clinics in the community it's it's a really good example of kind of what the pga tour does on a weekly basis this week in detroit they're really you know it really is and every sponsor on the pga tour does such a beautiful job of activating within the community but rocket mortgage just they take it to a different level i mean they have players in there and they're giving clinics to kids mm-hmm. um they've got that uh the the shipments uh scholarship and and the shipment player the winner of the little tournament that gets into this event and of course they got the 313 challenge and you mentioned that they've got the internet in uh, connectivity for the kids in the inner city so you get there and you it, it's you go to this town in detroit that's this great sports town this great music town and sort of fell on hard times some but you're flying in there and you can see the the city sort of rebuilding some and then this golf course is just it's a gem it's typically old school with a beautiful genteel clubhouse tree line moving in two directions donald russ and, and it's sort of like a throwback when i get there to motown and 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 the greats of the past and and so i just love it I, i've only done it Two. This will be my second year. Um, the first year it was during the COVID lockdown when it went back, and I was not on the crew for that when I had the week off. But when I got there the first time last year and I saw the course and I drove around it and talked to the players, I was all in, and um, we had a great week. And um, I'm looking forward to getting back there Friday morning. 
Yeah, you can expect some some fireworks. That three one three challenge that Mark references, uh, Coach. If this happens, especially while you're on air, would be the most amazing accomplishment I've ever seen. You have to make an eagle three on hole yep. fourteen. You got to make an ace on fifteen, and then you got to back up that stretch of four under by making another birdie on sixteen. If you do that. They donate three hundred thirteen thousand uh, dollars towards Detroit's digital device. It should be it should be three hundred thirteen million dollars. <laughs> no, but 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 you get to do this over the week, if I understand correctly. Yes. It doesn't it doesn't all have to be in like three holes in a row. You can but go even, like. Oh, but, if but that's more. true, I think that's new. Then. No, yeah, no, it's right? not it's, it's not it's not right in a row. It has mm-hmm. to be it has to be over the course of the week. But I believe it's one player. Okay. Not yeah, it's one hundred percent. You guys are right. Thank okay. God. I'm like, how do they ever expect somebody to <laughs> no, do this? No, a no. five, a five under three hole stretch. You're right. <laughs> no. It is. You can do it over the course of four. Okay, I feel yeah. a lot better. <laughs> That's why we're here for you, Rick. That's why we're oh. here for you. Oh my God! But it's still, it's still really, really hard to do mm. over the course. I mean, you're, you've got to have an ace for this to happen. And how many times does that even happen? Let alone the same player. But it's a cool thing and we all play in a million of these you know charity tournaments and stuff and when you have that carrot out there and then somebody hits it can you imagine when that happens in year maybe this year maybe year five maybe year 10 but if it happens oh they're gonna go bananas and that's why you put these type of things in there's a couple i'll say this rick of the three holes the three on um 14 is the easiest. It's, for those guys, it's reachable for everybody. The green is typically Donald Ross. It tilts from back to front. And uh, and you see a number of eagles made on that hole. And incidentally, every eagle made, every birdie made, there's money raised towards uh, the local charities as well. And then that short um, 15th, it's a green with like two plateaus, three in fact. And there's a very receptive bowl in the front corner. And and I would like to think that my boss, Seller Shire, will get with uh, the PGA Tour rules guys and Rocket Mortgage and go, hey, Saturday or whenever, uh, let's put this receptive hole location over there, kind of like they did on 16 at, uh, at the Waste Management WM event, Phoenix mm-hmm. Open, uh, because then one is possible. Uh, now, look, one's impossible, but it's possible. But I'll tell you what, the of those three holes, making a three on 16, that that is legit stuff because th- that, that's a pretty good hole. Uh, there's these two bunkers in the landing area that you've got to sort of thread between. Um, you either play short or you try and hit them over or thread between there. And then you just don't see many threes on that hole for some reason. Um, so it, it's a fun stretch of holes. It really is. And and I hope they, they have that real easy hole location on, on the par three. The field coach, you mentioned it, uh, low-key pretty good here. A couple of boppers at the top in Patrick Cantlay, Will Zalatoris, mm-hmm. Max Homa, Tony Finau coming off of his victory last week. And then you kind of get to the next tier, which is like the guys that I really like, this crop of up-and-coming guys like, hey, Cam Davis is here, Maverick McNeely is here, Cam Young is here. Like, let's let's go at I'm, – I'm, I'm very excited. This field is – it's my guys, right? Not everybody might be excited about this, but these are the guys I like to watch. It, well, it's a great mixture between the 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 vets and the guys like a Patrick Canley and Finau who are positioning themselves at the top for the playoffs because a lot of them will not play next week at the Wyndham. And then you got the young guys who either don't have status and are playing their way in, like Chris Goddard. Uh, if players don't know this kid yet, we featured him on PGA Tour Live this past week. He's 
fun. He's powerful. And there's a lot of these young guys. So I, I kind of said on social media, you're going to have a mixture. Probably 70% of the field last week is here. And then you've got that influx of the Zalatoris and the Cam Youngs and the guys that are competing for the FedEx Cup. So I think you're going to see different strategies. I think handicapping is going to be very, very difficult this week sure. because not everybody is going to be playing the same way or for the same purpose. And I think that's very, very key. Yeah, there's a lot of jockeying going on right now for positioning, whether you're already on the inside or if you're on the outside looking in. And Mark, we've seen, you know, the last two winners of this event, uh, Cam Davis, Bryson DeChambeau, you could argue it was the bomb and gouge approach to Detroit Golf Club. But we've seen guys like Kevin Kisner have a really good stretch of golf here. There's a few ways to get it done, even if uh, the predominant path might be by pulling driver and hitting wedge into every green. Um, The couple years that uh, the long guys won, uh, Bryson, and remember when Bryson won, Matt Wolf was part of the storyline too, Mm -hmm. and he stumbled there at at the end of the event. So those were long hitters. But both editions of those events was when this golf course got a lot of rain leading in, and it was quite soft. And so it it became a situation where it would just bash the thing as far as you can, um, and then hit wedges to these receptive targets. But the thing about this Donald Ross course is it turns, like I say, and the bunkering is set away from some of the greens. And it does give you the approach to run one up if you need to. So if it gets to playing firm and fast, I think it's going to be a really fun examination. And that's when someone like a Kisner or someone like a Kevin Streelman, for human sex, can really thrive because they're long enough. But if you get the fairways rolling out, then they can have a little fun too. Now, um, it's logical if it's soft and receptive and it's playing longer, you know, hitting a seven iron to a target versus a wedge, especially these ones with these humps and hollows on the greens, you're seeding the advantage to the longer guy. But it's still there, and that's the beauty of the the Ross course, is that you've got to hit irons well, and then you've got to putt well, and you've got to be pretty smart about where you leave shots, and that's where you know a Kisner for argument's sakes will thrive. So uh, I think it's cool. Um, I think you're going to see a pretty eclectic-looking leaderboard, and, and there's no doubt that the guys at the top, in my estimations, will be sort of playing from the fairway some, but I feel like more just hitting quality iron shots and and putting well. An eclectic type of leaderboard coach, I think, refers to uh, what you were saying. This might be hard. This might be hard to handicap, right? There's a couple of different ways to get it done. There are varying motivations. You have guys who are still a couple, a little bit of unknowns, right? You talk about the Chris Goddard up, and even some of these guys that are still looking for that first PGA Tour win. We're, we're trying to learn if they have it in them. There's kind of um, even more factors than usual to start to to put into the old computer and on on top of the uh, top of the head there to kind of try to come out and see what we can find. Well, let's think about all the different scenarios that we could have in play this week. You've got the guys that are the bubble boys. And even if you're 128, 129 or 130, you are into the FedEx Cup playoffs because there's kind of an asterisk this year because there's going to be at least five names between five and 10 names that fall off that went over uh, to live. So you've got that factored in. So then you, you, you kind of can give yourself a little bit of leeway, but not a whole lot. Then you got the guys like a Chris Goddard, for instance, that don't have status that, that can't even make it to the playoffs, but they would love the opportunity much like Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, and those guys a few years ago to never step foot 
on the PGA Tour. So a high finish or a big money finish, and they can do that for next year just like Will Zalatoris did. Then he got the top guys like Afina. And this is what I love about the Tour Championship being staggered now. It makes this week very, very important because the higher you finish, obviously the better chance you have of winning the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow in five weeks. So all of that is factored in this week. It's going to be fun. Yeah, there is a big difference uh, between being seventh in the FedEx Cup standings and third going into Eastlake. That's a couple of shots that are going to go a long way. And I'm glad Coach brought up uh, Tony Finau, Mark, because he's right back at it again. Fresh off the victory. Hashtag no time off. He's getting right back into the office. He's headed to Detroit. And we are seeing... Uh, you know, that win from last week, like that was coming. You know, he had been piling up good finishes as he always has. The metrics started to turn in his favor, especially with the putter. So lots of good vibes for Tony as he starts to head down the finish line here. Yeah, everything is lining up. And you know me, I'm 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 one to sort of turn to the immeasurables a little bit when I look at a player because there's so many factors at play. I mean, an example of last week was Finau rented a house just off the tenth hole there at TPC Twin Cities, had all of the crew out. They all were staying there. He'd play golf, go back home. He and the kids would fish and have fun and stuff. And and so there was this air of comfortability about him. And I saw that calling him because, look, he hit the ball beautifully for the entire event, um, the Saturday, Sunday that I covered him. Saturday was frustrating because he put the ball in position a bunch and didn't make anything. And then Sunday, it all started to happen. And as we talked about in the post-game wrap, he started to make those putts that you need to make to win. If you miss those, you're going to finish yourself in the top 10 and it's going to be another failure, right? So he started to make those putts. But I did comment on the final hole when we had some time when the cameras were on him and and Jim Nance is giving some information and Nick Felder's talking something. They came to me and and my add-on to what they said was he just had a serene air about him. You know, even when the golf swing failed him a little bit over the last few holes because of the pressure, not because that stuff was wrong, um, he, he just didn't look panicked. And when he was over shots, he looked like he was picking the right shot. He and Mark Urbanek are just a tremendous combination. Mark is caddy. And he had this air about him where he was like, I'm okay with whatever happens, whether I finish five behind Piercy, whether I overtake him and I win. I'm Tony. I'm cool. My family's here. Life is good. And and, and that certainly showed in, in the way he played. And, and I made the comments. Someone interviewed me about it yesterday. I, I was like... I think Tony might have found the special source. I, I really do. And in, in finding out who he is and the fact that he's okay with whatever the result might be. Now, would he like to win more? Certainly everybody does. But you've also got to put stuff in its place. And sometimes you're going to play well. I mean, his final round scoring average has been great, but he hasn't won that much. And then all of a sudden, one falls in his lap with Piercy stumbling on himself. So so that's how golf goes, and it's a real thing. And, and there's always should be, in my opinion, this asterisk to go, all right, these numbers are great. All the statistics is fantastic. But you never know what's going to happen in golf. And last week was proof, and I think it proved to Tony, and I think Tony's realized too, this is how I've got to behave if I want to get myself in position to win more often. And so I'm looking forward to another big week from him. 
Yeah, and um, you know, luck has played a, a role in in all of these guys finishing positions, and Tony Finau uh, especially. He actually gained more strokes to the field at the RBC Canadian Open, an event that he finished runner up to the buzzsaw that is Rory McIlroy, uh, than he did in last week's win at the three. Yeah. Golf mm-hmm. is very strange. Golf is very why, strange. Why are, you, why are you pointing at me, Mark? Three months ago, right here on this very show, when I picked Tony Fiena, I said he's been the one playing the best on the PGA Tour. I was laughed at. And no, I was no, going, no. oh, coach, 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 coach. And now all of a sudden, two or three months later, everybody loves Tony Fiena. Don't point at me because it was you that said that to me right here on this show. Please. Please explain. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I wasn't pointing at you. I was pointing at Rick and his strokes gain number to say, oh, yeah. Well, either okay, way, I'm still going to say the same thing because it <laughs> okay. was you that came on the talk. You're like, whoa, whoa, easy coach. He, he can't make anything. And I said, I just called him for four days and he hit it as well as anybody on tour all season. I said that right here. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but I think that we all have pretty good, smart, golf minds and I love chopping it up and I love going at Mark love it but (laughs) but when we really look at it and we really take all the joking out and all the fun out if Tony Fino it's as simple as this if he makes putts he will win the FedEx Cup. Mm-hmm. That's how good he is hitting the ball right now. If he makes putts, I don't care about Scheffler. I don't care about any of those guys at the top. Tony Finau will win the FedEx Cup if he makes putts. Rick, that's a call there. And I will back it up with just a personification of that. And his name is Cameron Smith. You know, it, guy hits the irons well. You can you can point to iron metrics all day long, but Cameron Smith wins because he chips and putts great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing out of the rough often when he hits the ball in the play. Then he can play some offense and stuff. But but that's the thing. If you can hit irons well, look, length is an advantage. I've never I've never um, discounted that or disagreed with that. But you have to be able to save strokes when stuff is bad. And then when you're in in position, like Finau was, because remember, um, Scott Piercy has a lead. Now, sure, he's making a big error on 14. But Tony, leading into that, made this curl um, on 11, makes mm-hmm. a little uphiller from 15 feet. He normally misses that sort of stuff. Then the next all the par five, he's got a downhill almost straight from 10 feet and he left it short. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, shucks. Then the next all he hits at 50 feet left of the target on the green. Two putts that, which was good. Then the next all hits his beautiful nine iron, but holds the sliding left to righter in. And I'm like, wait a second. And then on the next all, he's got 35 feet downhill right to left in the bottom. I mean, that thing cut the hole in half. And I was like, here we go. Now he's got the lead. Then just to drop the uh, hammer on the guys, the up and down from behind 16 was immaculate, Mm. but he made a 10-footer back up the hill. So that's Coach's point there. You do that sort of stuff, and if you're in contention, you're likely going to come out on top. Hey, Rick, you want a little funny Cam Smith story? Obviously. Pull back back the curtain, Cam Smith story. Mark brings up his name. Mm -hmm. Well, we were doing PGA Tour Live. Mark understands, you know, on Saturday mornings, we come in. Obviously, I'm I'm always the number one guy. I'm on the main feed. So um, we, were getting, we, we were getting ready to do would do that. <laughs> Me and Billy Kratzer. And all of a sudden, we're looking at our watch. And we're like, oh, our replacements are backups, as I like to call them. Uh, they're supposed to be here. And one of those names was Aaron Price. Well, he's late. We're like, Where's Aaron Price? Where's Aaron Price? He's not there. And so... 
10, 15, 20 minutes, he walks in and he's not really saying anything. And then all of a sudden somebody walks in with a phone and there was a video that was posted of one Aaron Price (laughs) drinking drinking out of the Claret jug. (laughs) 12 hours previous to that. Yep. So so we're like, Aaron, you better be very careful on what you say. I would be cool if you just said you were hung over and that was a good party. But don't say that you didn't see the schedule. So thank goodness he didn't say anything. But that was kind of a cool moment. You know what was more disturbing than, look, I, I was I was checked for Aaron because he's a good guy, but they've got this yeah. video of Aaron and he's drinking. What was yeah. more disturbing was Cameron Smith in the background without a shirt on, mixing <laughs> drinks. I was yeah, like, no, nah, man, come drinks. on. <laughs> uh, I think that's a pretty good excuse to be a couple minutes late for work is yeah. I was drinking out of the Claret that's Jug last night. My bad, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I could forgive that one pretty quickly. Me too, me too. Uh, all right, gents, here's what we're going to do. We're going to transition to our picks. We'll go through our best bets and we'll even chat one and and done. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. All right, let's run the board here. Expert picks will start in the sleeper category. And Mark, your sleeper is a guy who's getting pretty hot at this time at the end of the year. Well, look, um, before I point these out, I want to say that I went and I had a look at the rundown and I saw yours in there and I was like, Rick is going a little off the board here because I had the typical cats. I mean, I was going to play Kevin Kisner as a sleeper and have like Cam Davis as a top tenor. And I was like, all right, I'm going to think a little bit here like Rick clearly has. And so um, Chess and Hadley, there's something about this guy. He's that good that he shouldn't be in this position where every year he's having to do something crazy just to get in the 125 in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Last year, he made an ace at the Wyndham, remember, right. on the 16th. To get in on the number, right? Yeah, on exactly. The number. Yeah. And, and, and he's just been, you know, because we've covered the last few events, uh, and then I just hear Chesson Hadley, Chesson Hadley, and I'm hearing the name a bunch, and then I'm what, I make a point of watching him hit, and he's got this big sling and draw that he's hitting, and he's making putts, and, and he seems like he's got a little confidence going on, some swagger. So I was like, that's a big number. Uh, he's obviously playing well. I think it'd be a, a, a worthwhile look to uh, lay, uh, lay a little a dollar or two on Chesson Hadley this week. He's made six cuts in a row. Three of them are top tens, including a top 10 last week at the 3M Open for Chesson Hadley. He's 100 to 1 over at Caesars Sportsbook. Coach, you found yourself a sleeper. 50 to 1. Who'd you pick? Yeah, I'm laughing at Charlie in the chat. He says, wow, did Mark just pick a long shot? Oh, no, I know. Charlie, please, man, please. <laughs> it only took 30. It only took 39 events, but we got it figured out. Here we go, Mark. <laughs> Solid, baby. Solid. That's a sleeper. All right. 
Uh, so Troy Merritt, he was a top 10 at this event last year, and he's the type of player that he just kind of goes along. He very unassuming, never has any attention, and then he'll pop up and win at the most random times. So I said he played here well last year. He can win on the PGA Tour, so a plus 5,000. And for those of you watching at home, we're not saying that we're picking Troy Merritt or Hadley or Pendrith to win, but if you like them and you have a head-to-head or a top 20, that's a really good number. These are names that could slide in there. That's what sleepers are. I think Troy Merritt could easily have a top 20 this week and, uh, if everything falls correctly, compete for the win. Yeah, playoff in this event last year. I remember it was yep. three guys, Joaquin Neiman, who went bogey-free the entire event, Troy Merritt and uh, Cam Davis. And, right. and Merritt and Davis went five holes before uh, That was uh, fun. I think Cam eventually made a birdie to win. Uh, yeah, the runner-up finished last year for Troy Merritt, also finished eighth the year prior. So obviously when he gets to Detroit Golf Club, uh, he's got some good like vibes. I went with Taylor Pendrith, and uh, if you haven't been t- paying attention, you haven't missed much because Pendrith missed four months. Mark, do you remember this? He broke a rib at the no. Players' Championship, which I don't even know how he did that, and he finished T13 that week, but it sidelined him for four months. Well, he's a tremendous talent, and on my podcast, this is not shameless promotion. It's called On The Mark, just for the record. Um, <laughs> I like that. I, that I, it's, uh, a good, it's a good name. It's a really good name. <laughs> well... We just all golf instruction, right? And when and I'm here to bring game improvement and ideas to people. And here recently I had Derek Ingram on, who's the national coach for Team Canada, and he coaches Corey Connors and he coaches Taylor Pendrith and he t- uh, used to work with Mac Hughes and he's worked with Adam Hadwin, a whole bunch of them, right? And uh, so I said to them, "You've got all this t- the skill, all this talent coming through there. Canada is churning out golfers like left and right, Brooke Henderson." Uh, and I'm like. Name one that sort of really stands out to you. And he goes, Taylor Pendrith. And I'd watch Taylor play, and he's tall, he's athletic, he's got big high hands, just absolutely smashes it. And he he used to play hockey as a kid. And and he uses a lot of that to create all the speed. And and so if Derek Ingram says Taylor Pendrith is good, I'm like, I'm with you, man, because I I rate Derek's insights highly. So uh, I I think he could be someone to pay attention to. Hits it a long way, comes in hand at Detroit Golf Club. He's played two events since, since coming back from injury. T13 at the Barbasol, T11 at the Barracuda. So he's picking up right where he left off. And this is probably one of the better spots on the schedule for him. So Taylor Pendrith, 65 to 1. Troy Merritt, 50 to 1. Chesson Hadley, 100 to 1. Our long sleep. shot. There long you shot. go. Found, <laughs> yeah. a, found a long shot. Top 10. All right, coach. Uh, oh, your top 10, five and a half to 1. Yeah. He's playing for points. He's playing for status next year. He's got a lot on the line. <laughs> so first and foremost, I'm a little I'm a little shocked that on a podcast that emphasizes game improvement and game instruction that Rick, you and I are not like being asked to be on all the cards. <laughs> it's crazy. Week. I mean, I, I can't even figure that one out. Uh, but I'll tell but- I'll tell you what, Coach. Hold on. <laughs> this is the rare opportunity where we get one over on you. I have been on. So you have been on one who has, you're, the, you're the only one who has it. <laughs> Damn it. I should have researched my joke a little better than that. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I'm the only outsider there. Okay. You uh, are. It will those, remain so too. Hey, that does not offend me. <laughs> I know the lane I should be driving down. Uh, now, Tom Kim, people are like, who is Tom Kim? Well, it's actually Ju Young Kim, yes. but he likes to be go. He likes to go by Tom Kim, and that's what he wants to be referred to moving forward. This dude is legit. A lot of people don't know him. 
But let me tell you this number, Rick. He's had 19 worldwide starts this year. Do you know how many of those he finished in the top five? Uh, a lot because he was he was shredding the Asian tour, I think, for a while. Nine. Yeah. N- almost 50% of the time when he tees yeah. it up, he finishes inside the top five. Last week, he struggled out of the gate. He was plus three, plus four on the verge of missing the cut. Then he gritted, put the bit between his teeth, ends up making the cut, and had a pretty good week. This dude knows how to score. He's young. He's funny. He's got a beautiful golf swing and a plus 550. This is a steal to me inside the top 10. Now, a lot of big names, but I think he shows up this week. There were a lot of big names in Scotland at the Genesis yes. Scottish Open, and he had third. five feet to get into a playoff. No, no, he had a putt to post. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. He finished uh, yeah, third, though. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, he's. I actually made a point because I had not seen him play, Coach. And okay. getting back out last week, I, I went and – because you know me, I, I go and grade guys by their golf swings more than anything else and, and how they conduct themselves. And, and you speak of that golf swing, <laughs> I, I, I stood there and watched him hit for a little while. It, it's good stuff. And awesome. I'm glad I'm glad Coach mentioned. I mentioned on the Monday show as well. He he wants to go by Tom Kim, but if you're looking at your sports book, you're looking at your favorite fantasy website, you might see him listed as Ju Hyung Kim. So don't get confused. That's that's him. Uh, Mark, your top ten pick is a guy who has played well here. He's going to defend next week. It's Kevin Kisner. <laughs> Again, going with what I mentioned before, I mentioned my very long shot in Chess and Hadley. Um, I just decided to sort of think a little wider than just going, all right, Patrick Cantlay's in the field. I'm going to put his name down there. Um, but Kiz has been playing beautifully. I spent an extended probably an hour or so alongside him and his caddy, Dwayne Bach, as they prepared for the final round at the Travelers Championship earlier this year, where he played himself into the second to last group. And you know, Kiz, I mean, he's just, he's kind of redneck smart, if, if there is such a thing. And he keeps life simple, and he's got a very reliable golf swing. And once again, I sort of said to him, so what's the key? And he goes, man, I'm just seeing lines on the greens, because we know he can putt. And uh, then I'm like, in the golf swing, he goes, I've just got to play well at places that suit my game. And those are places like the Travelers Championship, Colonial, uh, the Players Championship, golf courses that ask you to position the ball around the place and sort of be sort of smart in shot selection because he's not going to contend on big, big, wide golf courses. He needs the short, intimate sort of stuff, which is what the Detroit Golf Club is. And so I saw his name there. I was like, hmm, where he's going, he's had good success here. Why not? It's the kind of golf course that would really fit Kevin Kisner's eye. Kevin Kisner plus 350 to finish inside the top 10. I went with friend of the pod, Scott Stallings at 550 as well. It's five and a half to one. Let me read you guys uh, just the last six starts here for for Scott Stallings. So he's got three missed cuts and three top eight finishes. Now, (laughs) the missed cuts, U.S. Open, Memorial, PGA Championship. The three top eights, John Deere, Travelers, Charles Schwab. Which one, which one does the rocket mortgage feel a bit more like a major championship <laughs> nah, or one of these? This, this is it, baby. This is Scott Stallings week. Going to find a way to pop. Going to find a way to get to the first page of the leaderboard. And if he does so, it'll be five and a half times my money. Winners. Uh, coach, I, I, I got to talk Cam Champ. He is, yep. your, he is your pick to win. He is yep. the same odds as your sleeper. And I got to tell you, I love this. 
Thank you very much. Well, here's the deal. For anybody that just is tuning in and hasn't been paying attention, will be like, Coach, you're out of your mind. And maybe I am. Because coming into last week, five straight missed cuts. Walking into the 18th tee on Thursday, plus six. He proceeded to Eagle 18. Then on Friday, he was gutty, just hanging in. He gets to eight, the par three, cashes that, needs a birdie, hits it to like 50 feet. It's over, misses the cut. Wait a second. No, he doesn't. He makes the bomb, makes the weekend. Final 55 holes, he played 13 under par for a nice little top 16 finish. He's trending. On a week like this, when anything can happen, I decided not to go with Chalk, and I decided to go there because if Cameron Champ continues to play that way that he did over the weekend, I think he can rip this place apart. Two, two big things here. Number number one, uh, Cam Champ, is he's like a breadcrumb guy. He leaves one breadcrumb, and then he snaps off and wins, and then yeah. he hibernates for 12 months, and yes. he leaves one breadcrumb, and he snaps off and wins the next week. Uh, the other thing. We got to get this on record just in case it happens. Producer Troy, pull up this comment from David. It says, if Cam Champ wins the Rocket Mortgage, I will eat a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the record now. I tell you what, David, I will send you one of my shoes. (laughs) And you can (laughs) eat it. (laughs) There we go. I I understand that he probably won't win, but also understand picking a winner in any golf tournament was like picking a needle in a haystack. So it, it's just so hard to do. Uh, and I thought this week would be a perfect week not to go chalk. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I went with actually our defending champion before we get to your pick, Mark. Cam Davis, 28 to 1. He's playing great golf leading in. Obviously, this course is a good spot for him. We've seen, I count three guys who have successfully defended their titles this year. I think it's Sam Burns. I think it's KH Lee. I think it's Victor Hovland. Am I forgetting anybody else? No, uh, Rory. No, that's a- Rory. Oh, Rory, right. That was three years yeah. in the making, but he technically, yeah. right? Those are the four. Uh, right. There's, okay, there's only yeah. four. There's only yes. four. Okay. Yeah. Rory got him right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think Davis can do it. And obviously we know this is a, a great spot for him and he's and he's dialed in at the moment. Uh, Mark, your pick to win is 14 to one. Who is it, please? Well, hold on. Just to to put a bow on the Davis thing. Horses for courses is a big deal. It, it really is. You know, a golf course that just fits a player's eye and they see lines off the tee and, and they just feel comfortable on greens. And and Cameron Davis, what made his win last year impressive was he was just sort of lurking. He didn't surge to the front of the pack or whatever. He was just around there and just picked off birdies and stuff. And the next thing, he makes an unreal birdie on the last to get into the playoff. So he's, he's, he's got that thing about him where he knows how to navigate his way around uh, an event, 72 holes wise because real events are 72 holes remember um they are yeah they really are uh but if we're looking for needles in a haystack i'm going with a knitting needle here um (laughs) will zalatoris it's what does that mean mark is a knitting needle is a knitting knitting needle bigger yeah have you ever you've never knitted i guess in your life Uh, believe it or not no no, i have not neither have i We'll we'll go and we'll go and speak with your grandma or someone like that or <laughs> or someone that you know us old folks that have known what knitting is, um, because a knitting needle is long and you'll find it. Um, Zalatoris, there's an, a sense of inevitability about him. 
But the thing that impresses me is how he deals with the questions and how he's not afraid to just tell someone off if they ask him some something sort of silly to say, yo, well, you missed a few putts and you didn't win. And he's like, no, 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 you're not watching everything. I'm making mm-hmm. putts when it means something. And then someone will call him out on the golf swing or whatever. And he goes, uh, he calls him the Twitter Irati and, 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 the, and the morons on Twitter. He's so cool with who he is. He knows what he's doing. The guy is... He is ready to win. He's been close enough in big events. And I feel like he comes into a week this week where it's not a major event, but it's got a major championship type feel, the golf course. You know, one of those old school north northern places. And I feel like he just freewheels and goes. And um he's long enough to to do all the par fives and 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 he's gonna get a bunch bunch of wedges into targets. So yeah, that all up. I, I feel like he's gonna put a bunch of birdies on on the card and, and being a, a part of the storyline. Zalatoris, Champ, and Davis. Go ahead, Coach. Well, I was just going to say real quick, I looked at Zalatoris and I thought about him, but I've, I've started to put him in my category, Rick, of a Brooks Kepka, but a positive Brooks Kepka in that I feel like Real Zalatoris is really good at really hard golf courses. And then when you go to a place where you need to go low or a lot of guys are going low, it's not that he gets disinterested. I just don't know that his game is made to go to 15, 20 under every single week. And so that's why I steered away from him this week because he does get so elevated for the really big events. And I love that about him, but this is not that. And that's why I stayed away. But I'm not saying it's a bad pick. May I? Um, Because if you watch his birdie production, I mean, with his length, par fives become par fours. You get so many wedges into targets and he's a great wedge player. People Mm -hmm. don't. They, they don't respect him for how good he is with a wedge. And he's turned my head with that. Um, the reason why, Coach, I feel like he does better in the big major championship events is because the scores don't get low. And uh, b- because the scores staying low, you can make a bogey or two because you miss a short putt or two. In yep. these sorts of events, you cannot afford that. Right. So, so I see what you're saying here. I, I'm not going to say he doesn't go low very easily because he makes birdies enough. He's just got to get through a week on a course like this, not missing any of those sort of silly little ones. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Zalatoris champ Davis, which leads us to our best bets segment. And this is where we go over to Caesar Sportsbook. We scour every square inch. Now, the one that I want them to put up, guys, uh, I want – any cam to win. I want access to all the cams. So there are, <laughs> there are, what odds could I get on that? There are six of them in the field this week. Cam Davis, our defending champion. Cameron Young. Mm-hmm. Tringali. Wow. Percy. Okay. Champ. Wow. And I'm taking some liberties here. Camilo Vijegas. <laughs> Well, it's for that very reason that I was so proud of myself earlier when I talked about Cameron Smith, because in my head, I'm sorting through young Smith Davis. There's so much on the go. <laughs> it's like a minefield for an announcer. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot There's a lot to uh, to keep track of. Best bets. Mark, I'll stay right here with you. You found a guy. He hits it long. It's top Englishman, so it's a nationality wager. Who is it, please? Well, first, I did consider Cam Davis over Max Homer plus 110. Um, but I'm going with uh, Callum Tarrant, just the way he's playing. And in that, um, if I get this right, in that little um, block of players, in, in that uh, Englishman segment, there's only five guys. So he's or he's got to beat five guys, or there's, there's six players or whatever. So as I look at him, I, I think he's the quality of the bunch. Who um, are they? Who, who's well, his biggest, biggest 
opponent. Uh, uh, well, Willett, Willett, I'll, I'll pull it up. Sorry? Willett, Willett is definitely in there. I'll get the, I'll get the full list for you. But anyway, so the way he's playing, he's very confident, and all of the success has come of late. the The beginning portion of the season, he wasn't at his sharpest, and it looks to me like he's now sort of figured out the PGA Tour. Because there's something to consider. A, a lot of these players come out off the Corn Ferry Tour or College to Corn Ferry or whatever, and they make a splash. But the lion's share of them don't. Because there's a statement I preach to every young aspirant professional I've ever worked with. And I'm like, never forget that with a new level comes a new devil. And so every level you aspire to and eventually get there, there's different stuff. Whether it's more media, uh, bigger golf courses, tighter hole locations, anything that might upset your apple cart. I think Callum Terran had some of that stuff, but he's figured it out and the way he's playing. I I feel like he's the pick of the litter in that group. Five of them. Terran, Willett, Wallace, Luke Donald, David Skins rounds out the Englishman in the field for this week's Rocket Mortgage. Don't sleep on Danny Willett and David Skins. People never talk about David Skins. I'm telling you, he played pretty good last week. Just don't sleep on those two names. Uh, you are correct that people do not talk about David Skins. That is, <laughs> that's that's very, uh, very, wait, wait. Do, do you, do you want a bottle of wine on the statement that you just made there, Coach? Or, I would never yeah. spend a dime backing David Skins. <laughs> never right, in my life. No, good money where your mouth is, boss. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I went with Max Homa top 20. I got plus money on it. That's plus 125. Max Homa feels like kind of the forgotten guy at the top of this board who is proving it doesn't really matter what golf course or where he can find his way into contention. And coach, uh, you are going with a battle of the mix. McCarthy minus 120 over McNeely as your best bet. Before I get to that, Rick, I would love to challenge you and I'll pay you two to one. No, I'll pay you three to one. And to say that Max Homa does not make the top 20, I'll tell you after you either take the bet or not take the bet. I mean, I'm obviously going to take the bet. That's, okay. that's obvious. Okay, now okay. what, what so do you know that one, I – Now one. I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous about right. what you know and I don't know. All right, so Max Homa, he's not been off the last week or two weeks practicing. Oh. He has not touched his clubs. He has not done anything. He's been on vacation. He stayed over in Scotland. He played. He didn't. T- he literally said on social media, not touching the clubs. That's why I. That's why I thought Cam Davis may be a good pick at plus one ten over him. There you go. The bet's already in. You know, sometimes, gentlemen, not touching your golf clubs that helps your game. Let me tell you. In, from in the middle experience. of a season. In the middle of a season. Okay. Top twenty, that's three to one, Max Homa. Okay, let's okay. let's let's see. I'm. I thought you were going to be like, oh yeah, he. I, I didn't know what you were going to say. I was nervous. <laughs> about, like I was like, oh, God, I would never sucker you. I would excited. never sucker you. No, I'm, you know me. I'm a, I'm a better of integrity. Uh, it's but, so good. All right. All right. So how much, are, I, how much how much are you putting on this, Rick? If you're getting three to one, well, our normal bets. Nice. Our, uh, yeah, our normal is like a hundred bucks. All right, right cool. Uh, yeah, so he I'm, wins. I'm not part of these things. So his three yeah. to his three to my one. Which is yeah, better. Real, bet- real better is bet money, Mark, not bottles of wine. 
All right, that's what real betters do. <laughs> the bottle of wine thing, I think, is fun. It, like in theory, it's a great idea, but then you have to like log on, get a shipping address, like but figure that's out why. It's but, a whole but, thing. I did that once, never again. What yeah. a that's, pain in the butt that but, yeah. is. But that's why, because you know, Venmo, you guys just begrudgingly go, send. Yeah. But when I need you to get a bottle of wine, then you have to exert yourself a little bit. So I stay in your head for just that little while longer. Yeah. And uh, that, that's part of the goal. It's never going to happen again. It's like <laughs> ever some less some life lesson Mark's trying to teach yeah. us. Um, Coach McCarthy over McNeely. Yeah, and I need people to understand. Last week, what was my best bet? I was McNeely over who? Sahith Thagala. Mm. And what did I say? He played too many times in a row. What did I say? Fatigue would catch up with him. What happened? The bet was over on Friday, just mm. like I said. This week. More of the same. Here's why. McNeely, top 10 at the Barracuda. He's been he's top 30, I think, in the FedEx Cup right now. He's had a great year. He's playing too much. This week, last week, over the weekend, he went this way. He made the cut and went this way. He got tired. And when you get tired on courses like this, you start spraying it a little bit. And at 3M, there's way too much water to do that. This week, there's not the danger, but I think he's too tired. Denny McCarthy has been one of the best players on tour the last two months. This is a steal at minus 120. You get it in now. This thing probably will close minus 140, maybe even minus 150. This is a mismatch this week. If it turns into a putting contest, I like so, Denny McCarthy's chances. Amen. Uh, probably the best putter on planet Earth. He's gained strokes with the flat stick in 16 straight events. Denny McCarthy minus 120 over Mav McNeely, which gentlemen leaves us with one. Final thing to do. It's our one and done selections. We will go through those. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we're back. The fans. The fans have their vote in, and it is a runaway. A landslide. In fact, I believe this is the largest percentage of votes we've ever seen come in for their selection of Cameron Young, 51%. I don't think we've ever had a guy get over 50% of the vote. The fans collaborated and got in on Young, Mark. May I? 
please. The fans, I think, are panicking just a whisker because Cam Young is guaranteed to go a long way in these playoff events. And when I watch a place like BMW, which is very similar to, you know, where he grew up there in the Northeast, I'd be saving him for a limited field like a like a BMW or something like that. But that's just my opinion. Uh, the bad news for the fans is they will now be Sia mushed because Sia has also, <laughs> also selected Cam Young. So that's a uh, missed cut incoming. Uh, Coach, you and I found the other camp or one of the other camps. You and I on the same page here. It's Davis back to defend his title. Yeah, and shout out to Sia, by the way, for the low-key low flex <laughs> with the wife on social media yesterday. If you haven't seen it, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I never thought that the best-looking man on first cut could outkick his coverage, but he accomplished that. Good on you, Sia. Now, our pick, Rick. This is pretty much all I had left. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. all I had left. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm staring at the FedEx Cup playoffs, and and I'm, I'm like Tiger Woods. I only care about first place. Yeah. Second place is the first loser, so I'm targeting the big money events for a chance. I know it's a Hail Mary. I get that. But I got to give it a shot. So I had to use who I could use. And the defending champion was the best I had. Uh, we've all paired up here a little bit. Greg and Jacob went with Scott Stallings, talked about him a little bit earlier. Kyle lone wolfed it with Taylor Pendrith. He needs a couple of miracles, I believe. At this point, he's just trying to stay ahead of Sia, which is only a $6,000 lead. And then Mark, <laughs> Mark at the top of the board. You have also lone wolf to this, and you've gone with Kevin Kisner. Uh, I might get caught out for this because I was being a little bit of a wise rear end when I made this call. Uh, I like Kisner around you. Let, let's let's be honest. But um, I, I was considering Cameron Davis. I telegraphed that a little bit last week, but then I, I just looked at some of the selections and 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 I, I thought, why not just just zig when everyone else is zagging. And so I was like, you know, I could go with Cameron Davis and sort of, uh, or Cam I'd use Cameron Young and, and sort of kind of st uh, stymie a couple of guys. But I was like, no, let's just be a little different. Let's, let's try and build on the lead some. So I like Kisner, I like Kisner this week, as I made the point earlier. He's playing with confidence. Um, and so uh, I'm looking for him to, to build on, build for me on the lead a little bit. You know, Mark, I always think it's, amazing that the guy who's got the plan multiple weeks out who is three million dollars clear of everybody else has gotten rid of the plan you just now you're all out of whack now you're going to be off schedule no. now it's you've got like five zeros incoming i think where is my where's i don't have my plan in front of me i had neiman <laughs> planned for this event and then the guy decided not to play so so that was the thing and, and i have like an, a number one pick and then a couple of others you know, like a, a Russell Henley or whatever the case might be. And Kisner was one of my others for this week. And then I was like, no, nah, let's go Davis. And then I was like, no, nah, we'll stick with Kisner just for some fun. All right. Well, we'll see how that decision ends up shaking itself out. That's why I don't tell you who I, who I was considering because that guy is almost certainly guaranteed to beat out the guy that I actually end up picking. So I just, <laughs> I, keep, I keep those thoughts generally to myself. So we'll no, see. But not, now you have to tell us. Now you got to tell us now. No, I, th this week I was, it was, I don't have much left. It was Davis. I had to go with me. <laughs> uh, okay. Gentlemen, 
Rocket Mortgage Classic coming up this week. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I don't want people to forget about our brand new. We've added a betting show at 11 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday morning. So, And it's just strictly bets. There's no storylines. There's no talking about anything. It's strictly bets. I don't want people to tune in for that tomorrow. It's, it's also handy because Wednesday morning, you've got the you've got all the information that's going to be available to you over the course of the week. And uh, also, the First Cup Podcast, now a daily show, seven days a week coming at Love you. I, don't, I cannot imagine... There are many golf podcasts that go seven days a week. I say it all the time. I, I say, go find me a brand that goes seven days a week, 365, and I'll wait. I'm still waiting. I'm still here. They don't exist. People don't grind like we do. Just, we just take, we, we're the standard. And that's that's what the show should be called. The standard, not the first cut. <laughs> we'll work on the new, we'll work on the new brand. Yeah, I like that. Uh that right there is the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the coach rules. It's producer Troy, who's on the ones and twos doing all the hard work behind the scenes. That Mark Immelman is available at Mark underscore Immelman. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.